All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to another edition of the new class. The new class is our independent artist edition that we have on Diggy A2 platform. Once again, my name is Rob D, aka Rob D, BKA Rob D, Rob Diggy in the place to be. Uh, so, as you all can tell, in my backdrop is uh, pictures and images of Tiffany Johnson, aka Tiffany J. Uh, now, she is the first lady of the new class. She is the very first female that has been interviewed on this showcase. So I am so excited to have her aboard. To give you a little bit of context about Tiffany J, she has a very extensive background in entertainment. Uh, she had a song released in 2018 called Kissing You, which I love to death. A very, very nice, strong ballad. Her voice is unmatched. Like I'm going to tell you guys about her here in a little bit. So another song that she put out called You Didn't Want Me that was released in 2020 uh, with a video to match. And she's done all kinds of different things. She's opened up for Tommy Davidson. She has an appearance on Family and Fiance on the OWN channel. And she has over 70 or close to 70,000 streams on Spotify. So she is killing the game. And she decided to come to the Dickie A2 podcast um, and showcase her talent and bring you all her story. So, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Miss Tiffany J. And uh, Tiffany, what's good? How are you? Talk to the people and uh, let them know who you are one more time. How are you? I'm good, ma. I'm good. I got I got my uh, you know my, my sip sip. You know to wet my beak a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm I'm good. With that, <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for having me. You and and Jessica, I really appreciate the opportunity. No, thank you. Thank you. You're the first lady of the of the new class. You are the first uh, female that I've interviewed on this independent artist list. So thank you uh, for being on our podcast or our platform. I'm super humbled and super excited and uh, I'm ready to jump into it. So uh, without further ado, I know time is money. Money is time. So let's jump into it. And the first question that I have for you, Tip, is about entertainment, how did you know this is what you wanted to do with the rest of your life? When did that when did that realization come to you? So I would have to say it was from when I was really little. I always loved music. I always loved acting. Um, I would come home from school and I would be singing TLC and whatever else, you know, was was was, you know, hot and and I just sang and sang and sang and sang and I would find my friends that were interested and we would do episodes we would do acting um and different things like that and um it's just something that I've always been passionate about um something that I've always gravitated towards and that's one of the reasons why um for me like because I'm, I'm a mom so with my son he told me he wanted to get into the business he wanted to be an actor so I'm like okay so you know I got him some acting lessons. That's one of the things that I saw, um, especially when I first started out in the business is I would go to different auditions and there wasn't a lot of black people there, mm. you know? And I just felt like, is it because, you know, I just feel like sometimes we as a people don't always like invest in our kids in that way. Sometimes like, I just wanted, I just wanted to just show support to my, to my boy and, and, yeah. and help him. Cause I feel like if, if, I kind of had that growing up, like my parents really like taking it serious. I probably would be much further than what I am right now, you know, but I just, um, it was just something I always wanted to do. And 
I'm just a firm believer and, um, you know, whatever it is that is in you to do, do it. You know, I just, I never wanted to be the type of person where I'm 90 years old and I'm on my deathbed and I, and I wish I would have tried this and, you know, I wish I could have did this. I want to do everything in my heart that is in there to do. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I think you, you said a lot in a little bit, you said, you talked about, you know, um legacy you talked about uh fulfilling your dreams all that all rolled into that one segment i mean there's a lot that i can pull from that and the one that resonated with me the most was uh you, you talk about your son and him wanting to be potentially in the in the in the business uh which is great you know uh is it so was your was your family in entertainment or is or are you the first one in your family to be in the entertainment business so i you know my aunts and uncles they they always kind of like were in the business, especially in the 90s. Um, they would do various shows, whether it be New York Undercover or, wow. you know, um, Boys to Men music video. And they kind of like, I guess, had kids and just started kind of raising their children. So yeah. kind of like carried, picked up the torch, carried the torch, you know, and just took over. Um, after I graduated from high school, I moved back to the tri-state area to um pursue a career in show business and so we left it all behind for for a dream you know what i'm saying left it all behind for a dream and much respect to you for that so tiff when was the moment that you figured out that this is what you wanted to do with your life when did that epiphany come to you um i would say probably by eight <laughs> eight years thinking, old okay 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 really really young yeah, yeah. um so like you know throughout my life god has always kind of shown me things through my dreams and like he would allow me to see different things i didn't really understand it at the time but um i remember at, at eight i saw like a vision and i saw um new york lights like how new york looks at night with all the lights and everything right, right, and i didn't really know what that meant and as i got to you know when i got a little older and started working in new york i would see them a lot especially when i come out when i would come out of movie sets and i would look and i'm like wow like this is like my dream when i was eight years old i feel like god was trying to tell me then that this is where i would be this is where i would be working and this was my destiny you know so yeah. um but yeah I've, I've known since i was little um, and so I would just do shows. I would do talent shows and anything I can get in, I was in there, that's you know? And, um, so takes a lot of courage to do that. Cause I sure as hell couldn't do it. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have enough talent. I always like to see other people do their thing. And I kind of be like the, the biggest cheerleader on the sidelines and watching and, you know, and then I developed, you know, skills and facilitation, but that's not my story right now. We're talking about you. Uh, but with that in mind, you know, speaking of entertainment, what do you uh, get more enjoyment out of? Is it acting or singing? What do you get more joy out of? I, you know, I really love both. You know, I'm not going to lie. I love I love them both. Um, I, I, I mean, it could be singing a little just slightly more, but you know, from when I was little, I always was passionate about both. You know, I didn't have, I, I never had an acting lesson, you know, at all. And I just went into it just on pure desire and passion, you know, and put my all into it. And that's, that's, that's one thing that, you know, I try to teach you my son, like, if you really want to do something, like you got to put your all into it, you can't have to do anything. 
whether that's school work, whether that's, you know, regular work or whatever, whatever it is, you work really, really hard and you do your best. That's what's up. That's what's up. I think you can do both. Like, you know, they got musicals where you can act and sing at the same time. So have you done any musicals or Broadway or thought about doing Broadway or anything of that sort? Or so I I have done some plays before. Okay. But no, I, I never really wanted to do Broadway. I, I always wanted to be like doing film. I liked film. Okay. Um, I like film. I like commercial. I like, I like those things. And I think one of the things that kind of steered me away from doing the live shows is because when I started doing the live shows, I was a mom. So like going to rehearsals all the time in the city was a lot to leave my son and get a babysitter and do this and that. Whereas a movie, you learn your lines and you, you go there and you knock it out and you move on to the next project, right. you know? So, you know, perhaps in the future, you know, when my, when my, um, situation changes, financial, financial, um, status changes, then I can probably maybe reevaluate that. But for me, um, that really wasn't something I really wanted to do like that. I hear that. So maybe 60, 40, right? Maybe 60% singing, 40% acting, maybe possibly or 70, 30, but it sounds like, uh, and I will tell you all in the audience that's watching or listening right now, if you have not heard Tiffany J sing, uh yeah like she is the real deal she is not playing around she is a sanger sanger you know what i'm saying like not not a singer but a singer we'll talk about that here in a second though but uh so my next question tiff is what is the what is a lesson learned that you've grown or known uh that you have learned so far being in the entertainment industry so what's the best lesson that you've learned so far in your journey lesson hmm I, you know what, for me, I think one good lesson that I learned um, is like, for me, I would always be so stressed for the future. Like I was so busy worrying about what my future was going to look like that I wasn't really enjoying the now, right? I wasn't enjoying the process like that. Yeah. And so the thing that I learned is to enjoy the now, like all the different movies and stuff that I would do and getting a chance to meet so many people, you know, like I was able to meet 50 Cent and, and just so many celebrities. Like it was just, I I really, if thinking back, I enjoyed it. I was just so busy and stressed about, you know, what, you know, what, you know, what's next for me. And, you know, I have to have this and I need to be here. I'm not where I want to be yet. And I couldn't really, I didn't really take the time to enjoy it, but I, I, um, you know, I, it's been a nice, it's been a nice process. It's been hard, but I'm grateful for the opportunities that I've had. And I'm grateful that I made the move, you know, here to try to pursue and to do what I am passionate about and to do what's in my heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. want to be where, um, you know, cause I grew up in Minnesota. I didn't want to be where I'm a, I'm a nurse and I know I would be a great one, you know, right. cause I love people and I'm caring, but at the end of the day, I was not born to do that. I wasn't born to do that. Yeah. So I'm just, that's, that's where I am. Like I want to just stay on my, on, on my path, but yeah, that's one thing I learned about the business is to enjoy, just enjoy, enjoy wherever you are, enjoy it and just make the most out of it and let the, let the future take care of itself. You just keep doing your part. You keep showing up, keep working hard. And you know, God sees all that Keep praying. Yeah, and absolutely. Absolutely. So which brings you to my next question. And that is, how do you handle failure? How, how does it? How do you handle failure when things don't go your way, or you don't get the project you wanted, or 
you know, something unfortunate happens, you know, how, how do you handle that in the entertainment business when things just don't go your way? Because I know when someone uh, that I have lined up that I really, really want for a particular, you know, episode or whatever, and it falls through, I'm like, man, hey, man, like, I feel like the, just like the wind guy got punched out of me, you know what I mean? So <laughs> how, how do you handle that in, in entertainment biz? How do you deal with failure? So... 80% of the time there's failure that I mean like if you have to have a thick skin you know if you are so easily that's why if you want to do something like this like you have to really really want to do it because if you don't that's why when I first started out in the business it was probably like 20 of us like going strong yeah. and now there's three of us I'm one of the three <laughs> so like you have to really really you know, let it just roll off your back and just keep pushing. Cause at the end of the day, somebody's going to say yes. Somebody's going to say yes. And just keep, just keep working, you yeah. know, but I, I handle it just like it wasn't meant to be. What's meant for me is mine. I don't have to, you know what I mean? Like what, what God want me to have, I'm going to have, as long as I do my part, then he'll do his part. I believe. I that. hear that. And that's great advice. And for my audience that's listening in, you know, Tiffany is, is dropping gems for sure. Like if you have a dream or something you want to do, if you want a podcast, you want to start like it was for me a year ago, uh, which was literally Tiff writings on a piece of paper, man, I'll, I'll show it to you one of these days, how it all got started. And I looked at my wife. I was like, yo, I want to do this, like fail or success or failure. This is what I want. I don't want to have to your point. Uh, a regret me being on my deathbed when i'm 90 years old when my grandkids and great grands are sitting around i'm like damn man i wish i would have started that podcast back in 2020 you know what i mean like i don't i didn't, I didn't want that i wanted to, to get out there and do it and it led me to so never many to people it led never me to you you know what i mean it led me to you you know what i mean like it's it's just a blessing uh to be on this journey and i'm not slowing down me and jess are not slowing down we're going to continue moving and connecting people and, and getting people to the where they want to go to in their career uh, which leads me to my next bucket of area of questions. And so when I was reading about your bio, there are four particular individuals that you say uh, have mentored you in your singing uh, career. And that is Whitney Houston, Tony Braxton, Lauren Hill, and Michael Jackson. So what is it about those four individuals uh, that you look up to in regards to shaping or molding your singing career? Why, why those, why that particular four? That's a very strong four, by the way. So why those four? What is about them that, uh, you have chosen to look up to in regards to as, uh, mentorship in a sense in their, in their singing ability? Well, um, Michael Jackson is, as everybody knows, is the epitome of a wonderful artist, of an entertainer. No, so, no. you know, um, when I was young, somebody introduced me to um, a video called Moonwalker. <laughs> and I played no, no. it, it so, so much that the tape broke. Like, I just kept playing it. Like, I just was obsessed with it, obsessed with it. Right. And, um, but yeah, like, I just, I loved him. I loved his, his passion. I loved his stage. Um, presence um as a person he just seemed like a very very good person like heart wise you know because uh, you know one thing i realized is people are quick to kind of criticize what they think they know about you or whatever but god looks at the heart and and he always just seemed like a genuine person to me he yeah. just seemed like you know what i mean i really i really like that but yeah i loved i just i loved him tony um, I thought I was Tony. Well, you cannot tell me that I was not. Okay, I thought it was Tony. 
And then when I got to be about 13, my grandmother told me that we're related to Tony Braxton. I'm like, oh, really? Wow. There's something. How how so? Like um, first, first, second, third cousins or like, that's dope, man. That's dope. So um, my grandma said that her grandmother and their grandmother or sisters or something like something like that. Wow. So it was like a third, fourth cousin type thing. Okay. Um, okay. But, but yeah, so I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but um, but yeah, and who, who were the other artists? It was Michael. It was it was Tony. Who Whitney, Whitney, and oh, yeah, Lauren Hill. Whitney, I used to. <laughs> I used to tell my mom I didn't feel good because when I when I moved to Min I my mom moved me to Minnesota from New Jersey in the sixth grade, and um, I hated it there. Um, people used to call me the N word. Um, they used to really give me a hard time, and I hated it there. So I and I've always loved school, but I think I missed a good sixteen days <laughs> of school that year because I just didn't want to be there. And I would tell my mom, "Oh, I don't feel good," and I would stay home and I would watch The Bodyguard like every day, <laughs> every day. Hundred times a day, I was obsessed with Whitney, and um, I just love. I just always loved her. Just a beautiful, beautiful voice. Um, my grandmother actually went to, to church with um, her and her family. They sang on the in the in the choirs together and all that stuff. But I just always loved Whitney, and thank God he allowed me to be able to meet her one day. Hmm. Um, I went for her aunt's uh, funeral at New Hope, and I was able to meet her, and. I, she said, hello. And I just could not talk. Like, I don't know. It was, I, I couldn't talk. <laughs> I was a mute. Like I was a mute. Like it took me 15 minutes after I, you know, she left my presence to be able to talk. Cause I was just could not believe somebody who I looked up and idolized my whole life was like in my face. Like I just could not, could not believe that. Just yeah. Couldn't that's believe that's that. incredible. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be the same way. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely believe, and I tell people all the time, Michael Jackson was the greatest entertainer that ever walked the planet. Whitney Houston is the greatest singer that ever walked the planet. Um, and then when you talk about Lauren Hill and her ability to just draw you in, uh, but I won't take it away from you. I mean, that was that was uh, an artist that you mentioned, so I don't want to step over your toes at all. Uh, but Tony Braxton, I absolutely love Tony Braxton. And you know what makes it so crazy now I'm thinking about it? When I listen to your music this past couple days, like I do kind of hear some Tony Braxton isms in you, but I still think, and I'm going to sell it to the audience. I still think that your voice is very unique. I, 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 I think it's, it may mirror Tony, but it's stronger. I think it's even stronger than Tony. I was, I'm going to say, I think it's stronger than Tony. Uh, cause Tony kind of stays down in the lower, the lower tones or the lower, you know, I mean the, the lower octaves a little bit, yours is higher. But I can see the parallel. I could definitely see the parallel. But man, Tony Braxton, what a talent. So talk to me about Lauren Hill. What what about your sentiments about Lauren Hill? Someone that you mentioned that you look up to as an artist. So Lauren, she is just so wonderful, you know. And again, I think along like with Michael, it was just like not only was she such a wonderful talent, but it was just like her her inner self, I think I saw too. Like she she um she just seemed like she was like her heart was she had a good heart and and yeah. and her music was so authentic and just real and i loved how she could rap and she could sing and and so i just i just i was obsessed like i was obsessed with her too that's yeah. what's up that's a pretty that's a pretty solid four like i'm not even going front that's a pretty solid and Sade, four. i'm sorry Sade. Woo! don't get me started 
Don't even get me started. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. I love Shade. I do. Oh my god. Like, oh, between her and, and her and Anita Baker, my top two of all time. Oh, I love oh man. Uh, definitely my top two. I, I think I'd be like you if I met Shade in person. Like, I think I'd be frozen. Like, like literally frozen. <laughs> like still. But yo, love, love Shade. But um, let's talk about the number two for a second. So Tiffany, what are your two favorite songs? that you like to sing so whether you're in the shower if you're doing chores if you're around the house what are two songs that you always find yourself going back to is it your own music or is it someone else's music give the mm -hmm. audience idea of two of your favorite songs that you like to use your voice and your uh expand your talent to i like um i really really liked the group jane okay so i sing that a lot even for shows i do um sending my love i like that song love that um, love that album absolutely oh yeah right yeah oh yeah i love to do um no ordinary love um by Sade. um anita baker uh, sweet love i do that one a lot um and what else um I think that's about it. It was on my top. That's what's up, man. I'm a huge fan of Jane. Um, matter of fact, to be honest with you, and <laughs> my audience knows this already, but my favorite album of all time across all genres of music, I'm talking Tiffany, all genres, even hip hop, is Jane's second album, Saturday Night. Saturday Night is my favorite album across. If I can get that album tattooed on my body, I would today. <laughs> Straight up. Like, that is that was my joint, man. Like, so if you have not heard it yourself, I am uh, ask you to go back, take a re-listen to it, uh, because yes, the first album is phenomenal. I love it, but I think they graduated on the second album, and, and but that's my that's my personal take. That's just me. We'll leave it at that. I love the first album, but talk to me about your singles you dropped, uh, "Kissing You" and uh, "You Don't Want Me," which you shot a video to. So talk to me about the singles that you have out there. I love "Kissing You," by the way. I, I love the the melodicness of it. I love the the sonicness of the of the pianos. And I love the "You Don't Want Me." I love the way that you tell the story. So what is the Oh, tell the audience rather a little bit about kissing you and you don't want me uh how did those projects come about and you know tell us about it so kissing you is a song that is a cover song actually i had to get the permission to do that but it was first sung by a woman named desiree okay um are you familiar with her you gotta be bad you gotta yep. be Ooh. yeah that one mm -hmm. um but when i first heard that song um when I was really, really little, in um, Romeo and Juliet, okay. the movie, okay, and with Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, and I heard that, I heard that song, and I'm like, woo, that thing is beautiful, and I just always, and that's another one I sing a lot, yeah, um, is Kissing You, and I just thought it was just so, so heartfelt and just so beautiful, and you know, and that's, I think also too, I saw then that because with kissing you i don't even know what genre that is like I, I don't i don't box myself into any particular genre like i don't say i do this or i do that like kissing you if you really listen to it like what do you what do you think genre that is like, i don't know i just oh, yeah, I, love I don't know either you know? <laughs> i don't know but i just it's i just like it you know but I, yeah i, I, I would just, call it grown grown folk music that's what i would call yeah. it that's what i would say but that's you know <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> yep so yeah like it's just i just I just thought it's so 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 pretty, but yeah, I am. Um, I always loved it from when I was really really little, and then 
I got older and um, I went to record um, You Didn't Want Me. Okay. And I'm like, you know, this one is on my heart. I can't shake it. You know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and record. So my buddy who I went to school with, because I went to a school called IAR, Institute of Audio Research in New York okay. City, which was the best experience I had in my in my life. Such a beautiful, beautiful place for people who create to come to. We learn how to do um, audio engineering, ADR, learn about um, music, the music business, management, all those other things. And um, I met him there, but um, yeah, he pushed record and he walked out the room and I just sang Kissing You. And, um, you know, I, I, I just put it down and we didn't even like mix it like that. We didn't do, it's raw, like it's just raw. Like, and so I, I played it for a friend of mine and he's like, you know, you need to put this out. I'm like, you think so? I, I haven't even mixed it, but no. <laughs> Sometimes raw is okay. Everything yeah. doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? Uh, auto tuned up, like I like, I like auto tune. You know, I love it, but everything doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? Tweak to, every, you know, just be you. And yeah. so I put it out just how it was with the with with the breathing and all that other stuff was just raw. So no. um, yeah, that's that's where that came from. Um, and then you didn't want me. I was in a terrible relationship um, at one time, okay. and I wrote a lot of music around that time. I'm just now putting it out now, but I've I've written it like probably 10 years ago but okay. yeah at it's the time, like one of those things where it's on the shelf and you wanted to bring it out later right okay okay got right, it got right, it so right. talk to us about um the concept of the video so if you guys have not seen the video um i won't give the surprise away but the video is um you know um about relationships and how things turn south sometimes and you know what i've learned as an adult as i've grown up in life is it's not always one person's fault and I think you talked about that in the video where you gotta take some ownership when things go bad sometimes, you know what I mean? I know the other person does what they do and, and things like that, but you have to look within as well too. So I think you showed both sides of that within the video, but I want you all to talk, to, I want you to talk to the fans about uh, the concept of the song and the video that coincides with it. Okay, so, you know, one thing about me, I'm, I'm very like kinda keep it a hundred <laughs> about my situations and so i just wrote from the heart which is you know you didn't want you couldn't see that i gave you all all of me you didn't want it you couldn't see you chose some hoes over me that's pretty much what i felt so that's right. what i wrote and um you know i was just saying how you really hurt me babe played mind games with me baby i'll never quite be the same baby i loved you but wasted years with you while you ran the streets playing me like a fool you couldn't appreciate me did not want me baby but now i'm gone 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 and then the, the next verse is about how it's imperative that I keep on moving yeah. and live my life. I'm glad I'm through with you. I know I deserve better, you know. So that's that's. So the song is about yes, I'm I'm in I'm in a, I I'm in a relationship that's not that great. However, I don't have to be here, and that's one thing I wanted to convey to the audience. Like whatever situation it is, if it's not if it's not good, leave. You yeah. know, and if you can, if it's, if it's if you find it difficult, ask God to help you. And I know in my situation. I prayed and I said, you know, Lord, I know you've wanted me out of this situation for a long time, but I wasn't ready. But I said, I'm ready now, Lord, because I knew if I stayed, I would die either spiritually from a, you know, disease or something. If I stayed and I prayed, I said, Lord, if if you could please help me, please sever the ties. You know, I would be so grateful. And I asked him this on a Tuesday. Word is word by Friday. I was moved out of there, out of our apartment, all my stuff. He moved so quick. It was just like, wow, like prayer, like 
It's strong. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're, if you, if your heart is right, he, he will hear you. Like he will really, really hear you. And so, yeah, I just, the song is just about, you know, what I was going through and, and I, and I know I deserve better and God wanted better for me, you know, and my yeah. son deserved better, you know, cause he was a really good dad, you know, to my, to my, to my child, but yeah. you know, I don't have to be there. So. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And I, and I, and you know, one of the things I'm going to say about that now, keep it moving is, you know, you had the courage, it takes courage to do what, to get out of a bad relationship. Not everybody can do that, Tiff, you know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of uh, ladies and men, you know, stay in these relationships, you know, to try to keep things together and, and they don't leave, you know, out of just fear, you know, a fear of not fear of being alone or fear of financial hardship or whatever fear that it is. There's always something that's underlying that it's not so easy just to walk away. So for you to, to, to walk away uh, with God having your back, you know what I'm saying, is, 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 mm -hmm. a, is a testament to your perseverance. So I applaud you for that. And it turned out to be a great video, great song. You guys go check it out. It's on YouTube. I'm going to put the link in the description for this. So you guys go check out Tiffany uh, doing her thing. So one of the second to last things I want to talk about, which I think is one of the most important things uh, in interviews is the future. So what does 2021 and beyond look like for you, Tiffany? Mm. I see so much in my future. Okay. Um, I see myself having a, my own television show at some point. What's I up? see myself writing more films. Okay. Um, I see myself writing some sitcoms. I see myself doing more music. I see myself um, some of my music being placed into television and film and commercials. I see that. Um, I also work for a company called Starks Enterprise. Okay. And um, it's a family-run company. And um, we hold, like, shows monthly, you know, to help up-and-coming artists. And I see I see big things for our company as well. Um, yeah. And I yeah. see just just beautiful things in the future. I want to have businesses. I want to have charities. That's very important to me. Always, always from a kid. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be able to help people. And I just feel like for me, my success was more than just my success. I wanted to be able to be a blessing to other people yeah. um, in some ways and fashion. So that's what I see in my future. I see Grammys. I see Oscar. I see all that. I want yes, all Yes. Yes. That's what's up, man. If you see it, you can believe it. You can achieve it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And, and I think that's dope. And I, I definitely see a bright future for you also. And, I, and to me, either acting or singing, I think either one of them you do great at. I, I really don't see like you like you mentioned to your point. Uh, putting yourself in a box, you're, you're versatile, you can do different things. And I think that's something that you can, that the audience can pull from that as well. Uh, if you guys are watching or listening, you know what I mean? Like, don't put yourself in a box, be multifaceted, be good, be great at one thing, but be good at other things, you know? Don't put yourself in a box and uh, limit yourself to your potential because that could probably hinder you um, down the road. But one of the last, second to last things that I asked Tiffany, you guys, offline was for her to sing for us. Uh, and I'm asking this as a personal favor. And I didn't ask um, for her to sing, it doesn't have to be like one of her songs or, or you know anything that uh she's feeling in the moment uh but i wanted you all because the reason why i'm asking this is because when i heard kissing you i said oh my god i've never heard a voice like that before in my Aww. entire life and i've seen and heard a lot of r&b over the years and i couldn't pinpoint who she sounds like i, I thought it was maybe a little bit of tony 
I was like, nah, not even Tony, because I think your voice is stronger than Tony even. And Tony's a phenomenal talent. So, uh, Tiffany, if you wouldn't mind blessing the audience with just a short snippet of what your vocal talent uh, is. Please, ma'am. With all my heart, I love you, baby. Stay with me. And you will see my arms will hold you, baby. Never leave, cause I believe in this love. Sweet love, you may call me all your name. I feel no shame, I'm in love. Anita Baker, man, boy, I tell you, that hit, that hits home, man, that hits home, so, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Tiffany Johnson, aka Tiffany J, so it's come, you all, to the shout-out portion, so Tiffany, the floor is yours, ma'am, who are your shout-outs going to this week, ma'am? Um, I want to shout-out Tiffany Johnson, um, all my followers that follow me, Word. um, please, um, Sorry. I'm going to shout out all my followers that follow me. Everybody can find me at um, Tiffany J Official on Instagram and right. Twitter. Uh, I want to shout out um, Starks Enterprise for holding me down. Right. Um, I want to shout out um, I want to shout out Hitta Castro uh, for the smoke that we about to release. I want to shout out Hitta. Um, I want to shout out my son Jason and just all of you guys and I just thank you so much for the opportunity again and i just wish um love and protection and safety for all you guys all the viewers that are out there watching well we thank you tiffany and we wish you all the success and love that is coming your way um we're uh man like that was incredible thank you so much for blessing the audience with your voice with your presence with your guidance with your perseverance with your story Thank you, thank you, thank you for this. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Tiffany J. Watch out for her, you guys. She's coming. Uh, be on the lookout for her. That's all of the time that we have for today. So catch us next time. We'll see you all next, uh, I guess, in a couple weeks from now when we have another showcase artist. But at first and foremost, and as always, shout out to all of our followers, supporters, and fans. And of course, shout out to hip-hop, hip-hop music, hip-hop culture. All right, we'll see you next time. All right, one number zero. Peace.